welcome to episode 139 of We Have Issues. I'm Anthony. And I am Stevie Wildcard. And every week, Stevie Wildcard and I get together and we do our best to take all of the various issues that life throws our way and we sit them in front of a TV and we put on some trash reality show <laughs> that's going to addict them until it ends. And it never ends, Stephen. It's a cycle that just continues forever. They're like, hey, this each episode lasts for an hour long and there are 13 episodes, but there are several seasons and they're all the same and you're going to watch every single... And episode. like 20 minutes of every episode is the five minute before cap and recap after yes. the com- commercial it's break. Literally, like, it's like the most trashy, heartbreaking D, like Dragon Ball Z power-up in the beginning of everyone. Like, will they break up? I don't like this! <laughs> Last time on Love is Blind, Mia... <laughs> So, okay, so so Love is Blind, I mean, dude, here's the thing. I like let's get into this. I'll get into Love is Blind in a second, but that's what that's what that's what inspired that uh, little intro. But every week, Stevie Walker and I get together and we do our best to make things and avoid all of our problems or solve them to the best of our ability. Uh most recently we've been working on a supernatural action comedy book called Deathless. Uh we're on issue two and it's going pretty well. Steven, how'd you do this week? What do you want to do? Still no two pages, but I got that page that I sent you like done basically, and mm-hmm. it was pretty epic. And I have the next two or three basically roughed. Yeah, yeah. I, you, you, they, um, I call them super thumbnails because they're drawn on like six by eight paper. I love it so much, dude. Like my one of my favorite things to do, like aside from like you know, I just I love making thumbnails. Whenever we draw books, I make I make my own thumbnails that I'm like I'm never gonna show Stephen these because I want you to come up with whatever fun stuff unless you you know, needed it, but you don't, mm-hmm. you know. But that's what I do when I write. It helps just the process anyway you know but like i remember one of my favorite uh things that i did while making books together is like when we made scavengers i literally took like a 50 cent like crap comic and i just like taped uh haphazardly like taped blank pieces of paper in it and just did all of my thumbnails on regular size comic book like on comic book paper and it felt like oh i have a book and then like recently um i started doing that for deathless i started doing on index cards so i can write notes on one side and draw on the other side and it's so cool because now i have these little comic books and i'm just like this is amazing yeah it's awesome so i saw yours and i was like oh this is like a step above what i'm doing but it's like it's so cool just having that tangible like yeah and like you can see it sequentially so you can turn the page and then also like I fi- I'm finding that the fluidity of like a regular pencil is so much better for roughing because roughing digitally is hard because, yeah. and it's not digital's fault. You can easily rough as well as you do on no, paper. No, no, no. You digital. throw those robots under the bus. Screw them. They're trying to take our jobs, David. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's like you get lost in, in its capabilities while of you're course. roughing. And it's like, yeah. why are you drawing this good for a rough? I now the, now the character's too like, stiff. You end up like zooming in. It's, yeah. it's the same same concept like when you're writing. It's 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 when you have the rewriting brain while you're getting through your first draft and you get yeah. stuck on a single sentence and you're like, no, no, put down some words. You know, like, Dude, get just, through it. Just you say know? stuff. <laughs> just say all the stuff, get it done. And then you go back and you fix it with the ink, which is the second draft, you know, like mm-hmm. you clean it up a little, but yeah, dude, I I've, I've done the same thing, uh, but you got a lot done this week. And I mean, I'll show what I can, like, I'll try to like tease some, some of it. I'll like snip, I'll snip some things to, you know, uh, but dude, these pages are looking so good. Like it's looking better and better and better. And it's, it's, I feel like you said it recently in like our private chat where it's like, we're working toward this barreled issue where it's going to, mm-hmm. he's going to, I mean, he's the most, uh, I think iconic character we have. He's like the, he's definitely. People the love and talk about him. And he's literally only been in like two pages of the, of yeah. the series so far. But, so. I mean, we, well, we teased him. We teased him pretty, you know, pretty well in the very first issue. And now he's going to, mm. he's going he's gonna to make a comeback pretty soon. People are going to get to see him not in issue two, uh, but you know, issue three he might uh show up you know so it's gonna it's getting cool but what's great is like dude your art is like exponentially grown so much that now i'm like man we're this this book is going to look legit like it's going to look in like in, it's gonna be intense like, i just can't wait to get there um let's just more more good things about you steven all of your work has been good <laughs> everything's been great um you you totally succeeded this week anyway next topic let's i'm move. carrying both of us this week guys i succeeded so much that anthony succeeded too okay that's right i too succeeded this week dude i'll um i got okay so this week atlas and i i i took off i literally was off of work like thursday and friday and monday and tuesday like we've been sick for like this whole like last half of you know last week and this week you know and it has sucked i've been like i haven't been like bedridden sick uh and it's i think that's the most one of the most annoying things that happens when you get sick sometimes is where it's like 
I feel okay, but my my head does not feel okay. Like yeah, it's, it's just, I'm off, so therefore, like doing anything feels like laborious as, oh, as hell. Dude, I, I like I had um I've just had this really killer headache for like like six days, just like like a migraine, just killing me. Um, and it's it sucked. It's just been the worst. And like I have this little tickle I've had. I've, I'm now getting over it, but like I feel like I was losing my voice. I had this like like weird inconsistent cough that was like similar to allergies, where it's really heavy in the morning and really heavy at night. But like in the, during the day, I'm like, oh, it's almost gone. It's it's practically non-existent. But anyway, it was just, it was really bad. And it was giving me this terrible, like, sinus headache. And it was killing me. And I was trying to get some coloring done. But mostly I was just, like, relaxing and hanging out Mm -hmm. and watching Love is Blind. Steven? Steven? (laughs) Okay. Now, now, for for anyone who knows anything about me, um, I've never been big on reality shows. And especially shows that, like, feel like it's poorly haphazardly scripted reality shows where i'm just like well, i don't know about this like like there there's a there's a lot of like puppeteering going on in this and i don't appreciate it you know like i like documentaries i like seeing like slice of life things some of that stuff i'm like i can't i don't really want to get through this however i do have a history of enjoying things that i'm allowed to talk about with other people in a fun way like steven and i like steven tina and i used to get together and we watched we watched daisy of love together <laughs> Which uh, is probably top tier, like best reality show ever made. If I'm honest, so good, bad. Like it's a, it's. There are so many like quote. Imagine like having quotable lines from reality TV like this, 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 that. Got it. I think it's on Prime, Amazon Prime. Is it? Oh my god. I think so. And you can literally just watch the recap episode of it. Like there's like a final episode where just. Just you can just watch everything. that. It's got the best clips in it. So you don't even have to watch the whole show if you don't want to. Although I highly recommend it. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, if you're if you're interested and if you have time for some trash garbage, yeah, yeah for some, some true garbage. garbage. So like, but that's what like, so some of my time I was like, I was talking to uh, my crush and she mentioned that she watched that show with her daughter. And I was just like, I am literally in between shows. I like I finished a show I was watching. I don't have anything else to like binge right now. You know, I was like, you know what? I'll just put it on. I don't care. I'm just sitting here anyway, talking to you. So I put it on. And Steven, I have like, <laughs> I have just so many thoughts about this freaking show. It's so, have you seen any of that show? Is it the one that has, um, what's his name? The really douchey guy. Yes, I mean, that's, yes, it is. But, it's that. Shh, what, yeah, the, he's like blonde or something. I don't know. But he, he has like that girl that has the same name as him. And like, they're like really flirtatious at first. And then, but he's a prick throughout. Consist- yeah, no, that shows great. No, I, I just think it's not funny. great, I but great. No matter, no matter what, as soon as you said, there's a douchey the guy. Because <laughs> it's like 99% of the guys. Really? All of them. All of them. Even like, the host. <laughs> Steven, I, I started Nick watching Duchet. this show. I, yeah, I started watching this show. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, I started the first episode and I got like, 40 minutes into it. I was like, why is this still going? And then I was like, oh, it's an hour long. And I looked, I was like, there are 13 of these? Why? You know? So I immediately put it on like 1.5 speed and I watched the rest of it at 1.5. I would have gone too if they would have let me. Netflix needs to like up their game. <laughs> up it. I want to watch, I want to watch Alvin and the Chipmunks Love is Blind. Yes. Who doesn't? Like, like I will be on record saying that would improve every rea- reality show just immensely. <laughs> like if you were like, put it on, are you kidding me? the best but dude that show is bonkers they're like they 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 the whole concept for those of you who might not have seen the show uh is they take these people and they put they put them in a place where it's like there are men on one side uh women the other side and they can meet every day with a wall between them so they can speak to each other and hear each other's voices and have conversations to whatever length they'd like uh, but they can't see each other right and as these conversations progress, the like couples start saying like, eh, I really only want to talk to Dave or I really only want to talk to, you know, like Janet or whatever. And then like, as the days keep going, they, they, you know, dwindle down to like the, the, the main couples where they're like, oh yeah, these people like, you know, these two people like talking and these two people like talking. And eventually they have the opportunity to meet if they plan on proposing marriage. They're like, they're like, okay, you spent- Yeah, jumped the gun. You spent four weeks with this person in in this in this room with this wall between you. Uh, if you if you if you will marry them, you can meet them. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I got this. Why not? That's <laughs> definitely a thing I'm gonna do. We're what? bringing we're bringing back old school marriage values. Oh, exactly. Right? Like it's oh, it's no, it's it's so crazy, dude. And like, but I but I watched I watched all thirteen episodes of this freaking thing, and I swear, Stephen, like I have to stop talking about it. But it was just like 
I don't, I don't understand. Like, I, like, I understand the draw of like joking about it and stuff after, but like, it drives me crazy. These people drive me crazy. Like everything <laughs> that people were saying as I was watching it, like every time someone would say something, every character, like every person on the show is just like, you're a bad person who does bad things and you shouldn't, you, you just, need to marry each you other. You exist in the no bad. Has to deal with you. Like, 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 please like tear down that wall and glue these people together. Like all of them in one big, like mass of love like, is blind centipede. Oh, love is blind centipede is what we need. <laughs> Even, that would be a better show. If what if they were like, okay, go meet each other. And then as they do that, doctor from the human centipedes just in there, like it's time. You're, 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 about to join, you're gonna join forces in the weirdest <laughs> way. You're gonna be a butterfly. Just, Should yeah. I eat the cuttlefish? <laughs> oh, no. Um, I was thinking though, like, it would be so funny if they randomly put in like a celebrity or if, like, like if Polly Shore was in there, like, you know, it's just like, it's love is blind, but like the weasel edition where it's like, oh, which one of us is talking to, talking to Polly Shore. But <laughs> Steven, here's the, here's the thing. Everyone has to do a Polly Shore impression the whole time. <laughs> so, so, as, as they're getting to know each other and truly sincerely falling in love with some of these people, they're all going, so what's your favorite movie, buddy? <laughs> when you go to a gas station, do you weasel the juice? <laughs> but uh, I'm just saying, like, like the, the Weasel of Love would be a huge show, and I would watch we it. We should every- go to Europe and look at the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Pisa. I, I know it's Chisa, but... It's gotta be. It's gotta be relative to a date, people. You're not taking yeah. the, a lady to a cheese tower. That's or true. Are you? Are you? I would. I mean, come on. I would. Like, yeah, dude. Uh, so I, I don't know. So I was watching that show, and I've been. I don't know. I've been going through a lot. Like, I've, I've just most of my interactions in the world, especially when I'm sick, have been happening online, though. You know, and but like, I feel like the the internet's been such a mess lately. And then like yesterday, there's the whole like Met Gala thing, and I can't make myself care about rich people, so it's really hard. You so know, did, so, wait, did Jason Derulo really fall down the stairs, or was that just like an AI I, generated image? I have no idea because I can't tell anymore. We're we're at that future now. I, we're like it, like like here's the thing. I I like I I don't care. I don't look up. I I never looked this up and i tried to avoid it so yesterday i literally didn't go on twitter i was just hanging out on instagram and like watching stuff like like so much so that uh i i made a joke about the met gala and someone was like oh uh like jared leto as a cat or jared leto and his cat thing and i was like was he wearing a giant cat suit like and then i, I saw it i was like oh my gosh he he's he's basically he's just a nesting doll of 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 you know cat cat meat you know like it's so weird what the hell i don't know dude i don't know um but i was avoiding it and then like i got online today and i saw i saw your posts your post um about metroid and i was just like oh steven steven what are you doing so for those of you who don't know steven will you explain uh what you've been doing to people today it's a very standard video game troll. In fact, you may have even seen like a meme format where they show like Patrick Stewart and it's like Gandalf, blah, 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 Harry Potter, and, like lists everything but Star Trek. So basically today, like I, I believe some of my tweets, let's see, it actually started getting a lot of notifications. Let's see. Oh, eight more. That's not too bad. So my first tweet was, where are you at? There it is. Does Metroid have a cannon mounted to his arm or does he hold it with his hand? Okay. And you know, it's a good tweet because the ratio is 17 comments to 15 likes. I mean, that's, that's just fire right there. Followed by the legend of Zelda has to be one of the best video game titles ever with every sword swing, every dungeon defeated and every bottle found you are writing his legend not to mention zelda has the coolest sword and green tunic combo ever yeah nine to thirteen yep and then i just and then i just posted a gif of vaporeon that said your thoughts on vaporeon because if you know you know and that's all i'm going to say about vaporeon um and then oh yes my favorite one but you know what no one ever no one that's close enough to me ever comments because i don't like being mean Mm -hmm. but there's this classic old school troll that we used to drop in world of warcraft barons chat years ago actually i think it might have even been in dalaran but it's you know why they call it an xbox 360 it's because when you see one you do a 360 and walk away and all you do is wait for someone to say that's a 180 and then your response is i skateboard bro (laughs) 
I know what a 360 is. And that's it. That's the whole joke. But every time I post it, it's always some rando on the internet. I'm like, man, I want this person's first interaction with me to be like me being like a a douche. Because this is a silly joke, but you're going to think I'm like this doucher for no reason. But yes, so I've been doing a little light trolling today. It's it's always fun. The video game ones are always fun because people are so passionate about it. Like, I mean, I literally have Samus on the back of my iPhone. I love Metroid. Samus is one of the greatest. Like, she's awesome. But it's funny. really funny to type he there, and it's, it's also so really funny, funny to call Link Zelda. You know, it's I was so trying funny. to think of like some sometimes like little. And actually, I just I learned recently that that's what shit posting is. I always when I saw the term shit posting, I always just thought it was like like random like uh, any tweet that you don't care about or like any thought that you're just like ah this doesn't matter like I'm just shit posting. It's just a stupid thing like kind of shower jokes and that kind of stuff. Shit posting. No, it's so like I guess like legitimately traditionally it is intentionally posting something controversial that you know is controversial and silly you know so mm-hmm. that's that's pretty funny just drumming it up drumming it, up some controversy and it, and it works because people are just so funny like it'd be like the internet is just so hard to navigate these days because like because people people are so used to dealing with actual monsters all day so when they see anything at all like we're all just on edge where it's like that fight or flight comes in like i'm gonna i'm gonna get this one like no he's just joking or just being hyperbolic or just saying you know i mean like what are you doing like read the room a little try your best you know it's come on um it happens to me all the time dude i feel like i have to explain my tweets dude you have to explain tweets that are like so obviously a joke yeah and it's it's just it's it's mind-blowing like even if it wasn't a joke yeah why why is this happening right now yeah i mean people people love to like like find their pitchforks and torches well that's like that's why i like i like posting those types of jokes too is because it's like you basically find the elitist that want to like correct somebody and that's the those are the funniest people to mess with because they they think they're better than you and then oh, yeah i mean that's lo that's, and behold you fall in for my Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. trap card yep yeah it's someone who's just exactly <laughs> but it's it's someone who thinks they're above you so it's clearly by definition punching up you know it's like oh well you think you're better than me and i'm making fun of you ha you know like take that um but yeah dude, it's 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 crazy that i haven't been like because of because of like you know stuff like the met gala and like and like a lot of like the nonsense i haven't really been as active on twitter lately and it's kind of like i feel it um i feel it in my like lack of getting a t- attention like generally like, like i, I do i feel it my plums. yeah uh, but I, it's weird it, you know and then like i see the analytics and stuff i'm like oh man i'm gonna end up back in the void if i don't start like tweeting again and which which is weird to, to like like fight with and be like oh i gotta i have to like you're gonna eat these funny thoughts twitter god you know like He's i like um nom nom this will do for now yeah and it's and sometimes it works you know and it it definitely is like a numbers game uh but i've been spending most of my time like that's another thing though steven is like instead of looking for like those little bursts of the dopamine from the strangers for saying fun things i've been like communicating you've been been getting some black tar dopamine so i mean black tar dopamine Just pure, pure Colombian dopamine is what I'm getting. It's like, that's the good stuff. It's Walter like, White cut this dopamine for you specifically. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So Heisenberg himself is just like dopamine, pure, straight, <laughs> straight crystal. It'll you die your dopamine. My dopamine looks like this after I'm done with exactly. it. But so I've been, you know, I've been talking to uh, this person who's a crush, who Stephen I realized uh, because she told me, uh, just just shaming me endlessly. No, she didn't. She was very sweet about it. Um, but I asked her. I was just like, do you know about how long we've been kind of doing this thing that we're doing? You know, where it's like, you know, we're we've been talking every day for as long as I can remember. You know, it's been a while now. So I was just like, do you remember? And she's like. I, as a matter of fact, I do, you know, and she's like, you know, th- here's the date. And I was like, oh man, I, you know, but apparently you're me, you're yeah, me in this, this is like, stuff I would do. <laughs> yes. And like, and that's the thing. That's the reason I ask is because I feel I like traditionally in a, in a, or like historically, I should say like in relationships, I've always kind of had like, there's always been like sort of a courtship period, which is important. But for some reason I've, I never like, consider the date until i'm like oh wait this is an official thing and then that's when the date becomes important when it's like i now these are we're two people who are in like this is when we became important to one another we you kind of like put a pin in that moment where there was a connection you know um or like when it's like an official connection and like like 
because the other dates start to like fade away over time. It's like, oh, the first time you, you know, like met for first kiss or what, you know, whatever it may be. But like, there's that, that one thing. But this, I'm just like, okay, well, I don't know how any of this works because it's a long distance situation. I've never been uh, one to do this sort of thing before. So I'm just like, okay, well, how long have we been talking? When did this become a thing? How did this work? What is this? Like, how did the, you know, like, so I asked, and she told me, and it's been over a month now, which is, yeah. Dang. It's just, it's May. So that that math yeah. easily checks, you know? Yeah, it's been a month. Um, and it's just, it's so crazy. But so, I mean, that's where I've been spending a lot of like my uh, silly, you know, energy on that and having those conversations and getting to know her. And it's, it's been really cool. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's frustrating because there's the different, the, the distance and such, you know, but it's really cool. But Stephen, we also have been watching movies together, you know, so I get to watch like old horror movies and like silly movies and like things I've never seen. Um, I watched Scream 6 yesterday. How is it? I haven't watched it yet. I probably won't watch it either. I only, okay, I only want to watch, I only want to say one thing about it. And it's not a spoiler, like no spoilers. I wouldn't do that to anyone. I just want to say one, one quick thing. It's like for anyone who watches Scream 6, right? Scream 6 takes place in New York, right? Which is cool. It's neat. Take it out of like suburbs. You put it in this big city. Like anything could happen. It's crazy. Things are happening in public. It's just like, ah, this is like interesting and shocking and, you know, new. It's, it's fresh. But Steven, it takes place on Halloween. Okay. It takes place on Halloween. Now, here's the thing. Steven, if you and I, you and I, we're being chased by someone who's like, I'm going to stab you. And I'm like, I don't want to get stabbed. Neither does he. And we're like, don't stab us. And he's like, I'm going to. You know what we're going to do if we're, it's Halloween? We're going to wear masks. We're gonna dress up. We're gonna change. We're gonna change our clothes. I'm not gonna be like, oh, Stephen King rules. Like, no, I'm gonna dress up. We might dress up as each other and accidentally. Get- oh, dude, that's exactly <laughs> where my brain went. Like, we were dressed up as Jay and Silent Bob, and I was obviously already Silent Bob, and we just flipped that costume. <laughs> flipped the costume. He's just like, wait a second. Are it's you not them? Dark, it's not them at all. I can tell. This is a very much a Clark Kent Superman situation where we just survived the horror movie by just putting on the dumbest costume of each other. But I was. I watched this movie and I was just like, at any point, now, now there are two things at any point that these characters could easily do. One, leave, drive out, drive out of the city, just drive away. They try to, they try to like pin their feet to the city by saying like, you can't, you're, you're people, you're people of interest in this, in this case. Now, let me tell you a little, little something. If anyone looked at me and said, don't leave, you're a person of interest. I'm like, yeah, because someone's going to murder me. I'm going to leave. And good luck. If you stop me, you're going to put me in jail. I'm not going to get murdered by those guys. I'm going to make some weird friends real fast. (laughs) Yep. I'm going to join every gang. Oh, almost all the gangs. Like, I'm going to be right there. I'm going to get tattoos. I'm going to have weird tattoos. I'm going to be- I'm going to teach them how to crumble up ramen noodles over their their already prepared Oh, I'm going to walk out of that place with a new cult. They're all going to be like, we love that guy. He brought us together, just (laughs) like a human centipede of love. (laughs) (laughs) It's- so but but steven i would i would with like, beyond a shadow of a doubt drive away first of all like if you know if you know someone's after you right you either go to a place where they just can't get you right like you got like home alone to it go to like a fancy resort hang out on like floor <laughs> 23 in the fancy place let them have to go up the elevator in the crisp clean beautiful place and fight tim curry or whatever like it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen get out of here or or you wear costumes, wear any costume and be like, yo, you, can you find me? No. And if they do find you, you know what that tells you? It's one of your friends. And like, you narrow it down a little bit. Like, come Dude, on. Dude, he uses a knife. Put some chain mail on. Like, okay. unless he slits your throat, you're good. Wear a chain like, mail turtleneck. I, I, there are guns involved in the movie okay. a little bit. Like to not spoil anything. There are, there are not, not, uh, not that like ghost face walks around with a gun. Although like, come on, do it. Become Man. the real ghost face killer, you know? <laughs> but, the, but dude like okay <sighs> there's there's like that's another thing about the screen movies in general is like why aren't they all carry like if it's your first time experiencing the scream if it's the first time you're ever just like oh there's a killer there's a stabby stabber out there maybe you don't have access to a gun maybe you don't have a gun that quick maybe you don't live in america oh wait they all do get a gun you can get it immediately you can exactly. go to your mailbox and be like mailbox give me a gun it appears magically from some keanu reeves like <laughs> fantasy <laughs> I, just, I like how you went to John Wick and like me would, mentally, me mentally, I'm like, man, I would dress up as Tibble and do that awesome knee leg slide that John Linguizamo yeah. did and kiss my gun before I killed Ghostface. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I, I literally in my brain for some reason, totally like 
like meshed up. I made I made a mix for everyone, anyone who was just listening. My brain like so immediately mixed the lake house and John Wick together. I was just like, <laughs> I have a mailbox that's magic and can send me stuff like guns. <laughs> I was like, like these are the best <laughs> movies to put together. Like, can you imagine if Sandra Bullock? It was was it Sandra Bullock in that movie? Wait, who was? Yes, it? the lake was house. It? Okay. it was. Yeah. So, reason, yeah. Sandra Bullock's writing a note, and she's just like, "What do you like?" What do you like to do? And he's like, I'm, I'm really good. I'm really good at g- g- hitting the target in a sexy way and a non-sexy way. Wait, what? <laughs> like, it's just like, he is the assassin. It is John Wick, Lake House Edition. Give me that bullet. Like, she's putting bullets in the mailbox so he has extra to save. <laughs> just, But anyway, Stephen. But that's also another option real quick, though. Okay. I just want to put out there yeah. is if you're being pursued by the ghost face killer, what you do is you wear, uh, you rob John Wick of all of his puppies and wear it as armor, and then every puppy that dies is just a guaranteed murder sentence from John Wick. Hundred percent. And if anyone can take out Ghostface, it's John Wick. So true, dude. Not to mention, like, and this also not a spoiler in the movie in Scream Six, there are multiple people wearing the Ghostface mask in the subway, and like, there. So you just become one too. I mean, yes. Okay. No, here's the thing, like. There are multiple people doing it. If you also do it now in most, there was only one screen movie where there was one killer, right? So they're just like in almost every situation, they're not going to stab other ghost face because they don't want to kill their friends. You know, they're not going to be like, Oh, I'm going to get this one. Mm." And then they have to do a whole like, where's Waldo situation. I'm feeling woozy over here, man. (laughs) But oh, it's just like it's so good. There's so many things about Scream Six. I was just like, I really liked it. I really liked a lot of it. It was fun. I really enjoyed. Like, I, I really liked watching it all together. Like, there were a lot of fun moments in it. There was so much in it, though. I was just like, this should not be a thing. Like, this should. Not, I can't. I, I like the the main gripe I have with it. I can't say because it would spoil it, and I wouldn't do that to anyone. But like, oh, some of it is very irritating. Uh, it's fun though. But I don't know, dude. So it's like, I really like the movie and I love, I, I really love watching the movies, you know, with my crush and I'm, I'm going to keep doing that. Uh, But it's like stuff, stuff drove me crazy about it. Um, But Steven, Steven, you and I have a lot of questions to answer. So I feel like we should. Mm. Yeah, we should probably just plow through those. Let's plow through these. Let's do like, like, okay, here we have a, a new segment that we've been doing. That's one of people's favorite segments lately, Steven. So let's do it. It's called questions from the colony. Do you have a, do we have a song for this one? I don't we've know. had a song, man, since day one. It's questions of the colony and everybody says stuff and we agree because it's questions from the colony. I like how it has an in the air tonight drum fill at the end of it, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's very specific. It's, it's so. I can feel these questions on Twitter tonight. Hold on. <laughs> okay, so. It's like your song reads tears in my eyes, Steve. <laughs> okay, so we have questions from the colony. For those of you who don't know, you can check us out on Twitter at you know We Have Issues Pod. You can check out Stephen and Stevie Wildcard and go to me at Anthony Lafusi. Ask any question you want at any time, and we will find a way to get on the show. Sometimes, uh, often, I try to post these right before, you know, like an hour or two before we film. We'll get some questions out there, and then we'll just answer them for you. So let's go. Let's run through some of these. Some of them, and I, I love. Stephen, what I love the most about this is we have a spectrum of questions here. Like we, we always seem to get like really sincere questions and really silly questions, and I just love the best. It. I love it's, it. I feel it's, like it's, it's just like it's totally like what we do here, and I freaking love it. So first one, let's start off kind of strong. This is this is, a, this is like a sincere question. I'm gonna and like I, I read this and I was like, oh man, we we got this. Um, George Efta two asks, how do you know when to give up on your dreams? I guess you had to define what giving up on your dreams actually is, right? Like, I guess if you define it as monetary success or something like that, I guess you can give up on that portion of the dream, right? But I mean, especially if it, it's art related, mm-hmm. I feel like you can always live a portion of your dream, right? I mean, like, yeah. So what what I was thinking when I first saw this, I was just like, oh man. First of all, my answer is never give up on your dreams. Now, here's the thing. I think that some people define, like you're, what you're saying basically is I think some people define their dream as being a specific thing. Like, you know, the American dream where you have this house and this, you know, two two kids and a, a, a spouse or whatever nonsense. Um, But it's like, 
what are you really giving up on? Like, what's the thing you mean? You know, what is the thing that you would be giving up? If, if it is creative, if it is drawing, are you going to give up the drawing or are you going to give up the hope that the drawing facilitates this life? for whatever reason. I think that if, if you recognize what your actual intention is and what you know, you're trying to do through this thing that is your dream, because your dream, as much as we all want, I want to quit my job. I want to, you know, do all these, like, I don't, I want to, I, like, I am very much in like with someone who lives a thousand miles away right now. You know, I'm just like, if you think I don't want with everything in me to have the funds, like the financial freedom to just like fly over there and be like, Hey, look, I can see you anytime I want. I like, yeah, that's a big dream of mine right now is to get to that point. However, as far as my like creative endeavors and the things that like, I'm like doing this and, you know, writing the books and doing everything I can like creatively, that's the part that I'm like, I am, you know, like living my dream as best I can, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm doing all of the things to the best of my, my ability and I'm enjoying it and finding little things to celebrate every chance I get, you know, while we're doing this. So I would say like, if it is sincerely, it, like, I would say, first of all, define your dream, uh, you know, what does that actually mean to you, you know, and then as far as giving up on anything, I think you should um, give up on defining uh, the success of whatever you're doing based upon, you know, your your location or like how, how you're doing in the moment and, you know, just enjoy what little, what little successes you can. And it's kind of like life in general, right? I mean, of like course, the journey's yeah. always going to be the best part. Even yeah. I'm sure even the successful people look fondly back at the moments where they're eating yes. cup of cup of noodles and trying to, to make their art you know, work, you know, I'm obviously relating this to artwork is obviously my dream would be to be a comic book artist. And one of my various dreams is to work, you know, on one of the big two, just to have my name on it and then go immediately back to doing what we do. But like, yeah, I feel like that's a abandoning your dream is probably never an option. I feel like there's always caveats and ways to describe what your dream actually is. Yeah. I, I to continue to bring joy to yourself because I mean, <clears throat> what else are you outside of that? Yeah, I, I I think like, and I know I know like, of course there are people who like struggle more than we would, or you know like have different very you know a whole spectrum of issues that you know maybe we we don't face. Um, that being said, like in in a lot of cases, if not most cases, uh, the like if you can quit then maybe you should be focusing on whatever like priority you couldn't quit you know like what is the thing like because as far as as far as we're concerned i mean we're like we do this podcast essentially for free you know like we do have a small uh like a small very fantastic amazing like fan base now like people who care about us it's like who's like support us on patreon and do that sort of thing but it doesn't pay our bills you know it doesn't you know it, it, like we're not financially free or un, you know unburdened because of this thing we're doing this still takes a lot of time and effort and you know, like making the comic books is like it's it's not a burden but it takes up a huge you know percentage of our our daily you know energy like what we have you know so it's it's like you're expending a lot but you have to figure out what you're gaining at the same time. And like, for us, the juice is worth the squeeze and we continue to do it. And like, you know, I would, Steven and I have been trying to make comic books forever and we would keep doing this if no one read it, you know, like we yeah. just want to finish our book and we really appreciate it. And really the dream is getting the book done. And hopefully there's the secondary dream of, you know, like the success that hopefully or you know, it could potentially come from that. And, you know, but it's just like defining the thing as the success from others is probably the thing that's, that you should be giving up on really mm -hmm. absolutely all right let me see okay steven here's the thing <sighs> i'm gonna say this i am amazed i am i'm like i am honored we are both honored in this moment we are both just it, like fantastically just just fortuitous in this moment to have the incredible the incomparable the wonderful the most exquisite perfect fantastic Queen Anne Boleyn, our number one stand of all time. The person who shows up for us every episode and just she loves is amazing. Our show absolutely incredible. shares everything. Like, she, like it's incredible. The incredible Queen Anne Boleyn asks, "Who is Anthony's number one stand?" Um, clearly, Stephen. I'll let you answer that. Uh it's it's clearly Queen Anne Boleyn. I right, mean, right. I mean, no, yeah, I no mean, question, no question. But I would say outside of that, me. Okay. So back off because we're fighting now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. So from our, like one of our best friends, one of my favorite people, and I know your favorite people, um, Lee Newman, writer of Sison. Read his book. It's incredible. Great friend. 
sent me a sent me an awesome ham. He's a very talented and wonderful human being. He really is. Um, so he asks, "Romance, Mary, kill Godzilla, Mothra, and King Kong." I'm clapping them ape cheeks. Have to, right? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's the I, closest thing that'll make sense. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I was okay. I'm gonna be honest here. Like, I'd probably marry Mothra because of the flying. Like the flying, and wasn't Mothra really like the good like yeah like I mean, moth like, that was like saving the day for Mecha Godzilla? I can like show you a whole new world and fly around with you. I love you, Godzilla, and you're fantastic. You you would do a lot to help us out. But like I'm... I just imagine a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever sound Mothra makes, <laughs> the duet is what just does horrible. The Mothra say? <laughs> <laughs> And then I'll recruit Mothra and my recent side lover, King Kong, to help me take down Godzilla. Because I don't even know if I can kill Godzilla. No, and I feel like Godzilla is not going to take this rejection lightly. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Godzilla is going to come out and be like, listen, you didn't see my tail? It's pretty big. I thought you liked big butts. I'm like, we all do. Everyone does. He literally spews radioactive, like, magma. Like, it's just... There's, I mean, unacceptable. F, I mean, F Mary kill, and I choose Godzilla, but can I? <laughs> yeah, can I kill him? This is someone's multiple kinks. Like, I mean, Godzilla has the fire, the ice. Like, it's all, you know, like, <laughs> he's it's everything. Just, it's just not the, my thing. The Superman of kaiju's, really. <laughs> all right, let me see. One of our other best friends, producer Sean, says your phone rings. It's Ghostface, but you don't answer because it's 2023. <laughs> Who the hell answers actual phone calls? He should have just texted. Anyway, you know what he wants. You've waited your whole life for this. He texts, "Hello, Anthony. What's your favorite scary movie?" All right, what's what are what's your favorite scary movie, Stephen? My favorite like scary movie? That's what I'm thinking. So I read this and I was like, okay, well, it's different than asking horror movie because like I I consider like horror comedy horror and like, but I I don't consider it scary. You know, it's different. Um, Which Evil Dead movie? I'll tell you the only movie that's ever truly like scared me. The first one, and the, with the with the door, the door, yeah, the yeah. perfectly timed door break. Like 100%. I mean, I was gonna say the same thing, honestly. That was... is, and like you're a much bigger Evil Dead fan than me, but like seeing that movie has it all in terms yeah. of like horror, scary, creepy, mm-hmm. actiony, awesomey. Like it's just, but that yeah. that door sequence is the is the most legit jump scare ever made. Yeah, it really is. I think like like Evil Dead, as far as like techniques are concerned, like the first one is so of course some of the makeup doesn't hold up very well, but creepiest movie there's ever been, I think. Like if you're really if you let yourself get into that movie, it is creepy. Like those those deadites are scary. Um it's it's terrifying. Like that movie, uh the original, like the original Exorcist has some moments that like as a kid got me. Um, and then other than that, it was like my scary for me because and the the reason i'm even saying these is like it's it has nothing to do with like my favorite movie but it's my favorite scary movie but there are literally only like three movies i ever thought were scary which is like some of the exorcist i thought the very beginning of it was scary when i was a very young kid but that was i mean i don't child's play for me or puppet puppet master exactly where it's like but like now i'm like it's like Poltergeist uh, 2, where it's like, he's like, you're all going to die in there. Like when Kane is walking slowly toward that house. Oh, yeah, that is a creepy it's sequence. It's just like, ooh, this is scary. Um, there's that. And then there's the Evil Dead, like the first Evil Dead. I like I, I, I default to Evil Dead 2 a lot because it has a lot of my favorite things, but it's not scary at all. It's like Evil Dead 2 is fun. It's fun. it's like when he decided to change yeah. the, the whole oh. dynamic of well, he the was franchise. Like, he was like, oh, people saw the, the Three Stooges influence in Evil Dead and they liked it. Some people laughed at it a lot. I bet I can lean into this and also give Ash a chainsaw hand by the end. Oh, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> like, that's amazing. So those are all our answers for that. All right. So Lost Between Worlds, Edwin, who is one of our best friends, asks, would you guys ever do a long running series like, say, 25 issues or more? Or do you prefer keeping your series as short runs? So as it stands right now, like Anthony and I's goal from the beginning has always kind of been this, like it was like build slowly, right? Like play it again as a one shot. Let's get it done. Deathless is a little bit more ambiguous on in in terms of what we've done, but yes, like our kind of our, our big goal is to maybe by the time deathless is finished, we're doing this. We maybe we're part-time at our jobs or maybe we don't work at our jobs anymore because we do this. And then yes. Cause like, 
ideally, as long as it takes us to put out an issue, we don't want to do a long running series and keep people waiting so long. Yeah, so we want to be, we'd want to be down to probably monthly or at, at the very least bi-monthly if we were ever going to push like an ongoing series, yes. which if I can, I mean, Edwin, you are, you and Jeff Schiller, namely are so good at pumping out these indie issues like it's incredible it's very impressive yeah, so like you guys are definitely on the right path when it comes to like you are there you got it so like but that's our personal goal since we do everything in-house with the yeah. you know pages and, and writing and you know all of it marketing everything so like yeah that's our goal we would love to i mean we have even like like kind of went back and forth about how we know uh scavengers yeah. or the absentees could easily be long-running series scavengers more like 20 absentees yeah. could literally be a walking dead series so like we do have series that are capable of it we just can't we yeah. don't see it oh. viable yeah. you know yeah. oh yeah for sure i mean it's just it's 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 hard right now to <laughs> mean you know with, with we only have so much time you know so, steven what is is that from your window is that what's happening oh yes it is <laughs> come to me <laughs> Quaacula has <laughs> shined his light upon me. Okay, um, we have one more from this, and then I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do like a rapid fire thing with you, real quick. So the last question we're gonna ask from Twitter is from Thimker, which is Anthony. Will you ever heal from extreme pain of broken love relationship and learn to trust again? Um, no. <laughs> so, Absolutely <I'm> <laughs> not. Absolutely not. I won't do that. Um, no. Like honestly. That's never really been a problem for me. I've like I very much once I you know get to like as I get to know someone like anyone else, like I I'm willing to make like big leaps of faith. Like I moved mm -hmm. in with my last girlfriend, you know, like my previous girlfriend. I we moved into her house and like you know I I'm willing to take those leaps of faith. It's not that I don't have trust in people. It's that I do have I do have some like trauma stuff to heal from and some things that like I, you know I still like let define moments every once in a while. But it's not something that's like. A, a wall between us. I'm not love is blinding completely with people. You know? <laughs> no. And I think you're very good at analyzing what you've been through, what you expect, yeah. like what you want going forward. Um, you're just, you know, I feel like with you, like you're just able to see red flags a lot sooner. And like yeah. people call that as being picky, but like when you have children and when you yeah. have things, I mean, there's a picky is not a bad thing at all. So no, like, dude. I know like I sincerely, a lot of like people like to give me trouble for saying like, Oh, you know, I don't really want a relationship or whatever. I'm not interested or I'm not like pursuing that at the moment or whatever, you know? Um, or they act like, like I'm, I'm being overly cynical or thinking like, you know, that love isn't real anymore because I've been hurt or whatever. And it's not the case. It's just that like, I've, I've experienced these things, uh, good and bad. And I'm just like, look, I'm trying to put all of my energy into this stuff. I want to, I'm trying my best to, to cure, you know, cultivate and like facilitate this life that I want to live where, where I think like I will eventually have this, you know, relationship and love and all that stuff. And I was doing that for a long time and like working on myself and doing what I can to work on this. And then like, I wasn't looking for anything. And then like, look what happens. I have, you know, someone, uh, you know, who's really amazing and you know, like beautiful and cool. And just like, who just stumbles into my life. And it's just like, Hey, I, I like you. And I'm like, you yeah, do you though? And I'm like, and she's like, yeah. And I was like, Oh man, Oh God. Oh boy. You know, it's <laughs> like, this is, Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Uh, you know, so it happens. And like, I am, open and receptive to it and like yeah I, I like i trust her like yeah i'm talking to this person that lives way too far away uh but it's feels worth it so i keep doing it and we're gonna you know we we struggle through it just like anyone else you know or just like anything else you know you, you just walk whatever the path is and we are gonna keep doing it and figuring it out as it as it you know reveals itself to us and you know it's it's fine it's fun and interesting and it's a life to live i, I like i i don't feel as if i'm like neglecting anything or like keeping myself from anything because of my past traumas and like, you know, troubles and issues or anything like that. Like, I, I don't know, like to what extent I'm supposed to be, I don't know like how I'm not trusting people. That's, that's interesting. I mean, I'm just, obviously they, you know, this person saw something in my tweets and just like, you don't trust people for, for whatever, or like, or maybe the podcast, maybe I say something, but I don't know. I don't know. Like um, what, where I've said, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't blindly trust or completely distrust anyone based on nothing you know like i i think i'm mm -hmm. pretty open to experiences and i i try to just acknowledge you know, like what's going on and you know just observe and do what i can um so yeah so i'm fine let's see so we do have some questions though 
Okay, so let's do this. Is gonna be just rapid fire questions, Stephen. Oh, got it. Okay, like just a yes or no answer, or not yes or no. Yeah, just like descriptive like, answer. Yes, just just, just as quick. Rapid as- fire questions from the colony. All right. So let me snooze. Can I snooze this? Jeez. All right. Ready. So it's is cereal soup. Yes. Yeah. Um, Crunchy soup. Yeah, of course. You have to remove one color from the world. What, what's it gonna be? It, I get rid of gold. What What is your most useless skill? Most useless skill. Most. Useless. Oh, I know mine. I mean, it's not a skill. I got it. I got it. I know all of. I know all of Goodwill Hunting's brothers. That is a pretty useless skill. But go ahead and cite those bad boys for and me. Here's the thing. Here's the the funniest, dumbest thing about. It. First of all, it's Marky, Ricky, Danny, Terry, Mikey, Davy, Timmy, Tommy, Joey, Robbie, Johnny, and Brian. <laughs> How do you like them apples, people? How do you like them apples? Marky, Ricky, Danny, Terry, Mikey, Davy, Timmy, Tommy, Joey, Robbie, Johnny, and Brian. I got him. The funniest thing about that is. Google Hunting doesn't have brothers. He lies. It doesn't mean anything. I know nothing. My, my, he, my... he knows nothing about his life except for the, the fact that he lies. And this is the lie he tells. I know his lie inside and out. I don't know why. He could have said he has two. And I mean, I think he was like, I'm going to be real impressive by saying these, you know, like 13 Rudolph names or what, like like these reindeer names of my fake, you know, imaginary family. Like what? Um, but what's your, Stephen, most useless? My, my skill? most useless skill. Oh, it's not a skill. No, it's not. It's just me. This is something I say. Um, what is it? I, I'm just gonna call it my skill, and we're gonna move on. But yes. my greatest, my greatest skill is that every time, without fail, if Tina mentions that it is remotely cold anywhere we are, I always immediately, without fail, say there must be some toros in the atmosphere. <laughs> yes. And it got a joke. The it got a laugh from her the first, first time, time, and it's been you know maybe a snort occasionally or. Yeah quick breath through the nostrils but now it's just downright oh god he's saying it again but yes <coughs> without I mean, fail i never miss it and if you're around me and you ever ask if it's cold in here that's gonna be my response no as it should be the sunlight you're lucky i'm not a vampire guys because even how do you feel about pineapple on pizza i'm for it as long as it's accompanied by pig so... i'm i'm for it but i wouldn't choose it that's how I yeah, feel. Like, I would never there. I would never go out of my way to order a pineapple pizza. If if um, someone orders pizza and they happen to get it with pineapple, I'm not going to complain. I don't really care. I'm going to eat the pizza. However, if they ask me what I want on my pizza, I'm never going to say pineapple. It's never, never. Gonna... Yeah, no, so, you're right. That, that's that's how I feel about it. I'm like, I'm not I like I love pizza. It's not a disgusting flavor. It's a fun flavor. Sometimes. In fact, if someone if someone ordered it and gave it to me, I'd be like, oh, I haven't had this in a while. I'd probably enjoy it much like root beer, you know, yeah. Where it's like, oh, I don't usually get this for myself. I'm not committed to drinking the barks, but, you know, every now and then with a taco or a slice fantastic. of pizza, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Um, And our last question I got was, who is your best and <laughs> your bestie, your best friend? Um. Obviously, my best friend, aside from Steven, clearly, um, is Rachel, my crush's daughter. Like she's she's been my best friend. <laughs> she's been my best friend. Like, like it's a solid, sincere, like best friendship, which is hilarious, Steven. And I'll tell you right now, I will tell everyone in the colony that I've had so much trouble not knowing how to communicate this on Twitter because it's been cracking me up constantly. Um <laughs> so my, my crush has a 16 year old daughter who, by the way, is hilarious. Like one of these people, like she's just really funny. Um, and she's really like, you know, you know, when you meet people and they're like, oh, you have cool kids. You're like a, a cool person and your kid is cool. You did a good job. You know, like she's one of those people where it's like, oh, she's a cool 16 year old and she likes like fun movies and like she's very funny and stuff. However, Steven, she's hilarious. She takes my she takes my crush's phone and like takes pictures and like writes notes to me and stuff. And it always makes me laugh and it's so funny every single time but i don't know how to communicate in a tweet i'm talking to a 16 year old <laughs> like i don't <laughs> i don't know like there isn't a way to because like it's weird like there's it's funny to be like because okay because here are the facts that i need to communicate in order to for people to understand what the context is i have this crush she has a 16 year old the 16-year-old uses my crush's phone and account to talk to me sometimes with her mom there, obviously. I'm not just talking to some random 16-year-old, you know? So, but it, but like, but when it happens, it's always random. And it's just this thing where I'm just like, I'm in the middle of like, oh, so what are you doing today? Like, you know, what, what's going on? How, you know? And then like, I'll get a picture from like a 16-year-old like, like girl. And like, she's, but she's just like, what's going on? And, and so I start talking to her and it's so funny. And also Steven, I learned that kids don't do this as much anymore. They do this now. 
or I'm sorry, I'm doing it wrong. They do this now. Oh yeah, I know. That's how Chasey does it. Yeah, they do this now, and it's and I they're love basically that. I, a, they're they're basically in a in a game. Um, I mean, this is my new game, Gang Symbol, and I'm all for it. Uh, no, I, I I love it, but like it's so funny, it's so funny. But yeah, she's been my best friend lately, and it's it cracks me up every time. Okay, Stephen, this episode's running long. Let's see, what do we do? Okay, Stephen, every week we answer a bunch of questions, do a bunch of stuff, talk about what went wrong, what went right, and then we talk about what we're gonna do next. Stephen, what are you doing this week? So I have those two pages roughed and my goal is to finally do two pages. It's been my goal every week and I just want to fucking get two pages done in one week. I feel so like bad. this is it. I feel like this is the week. I feel this like this is the is week. This... They are crazy pages, but I feel like it's the week. <laughs> so Steven we're, goes we're... the <laughs> like Steven's one on the it's a good, I mean, last, last past weekend was my birthday weekend. Yeah. This weekend is Cambria's birthday, but yes. her birthday party's at 345. So I have time on Saturday. I should have time on Friday. And I should have time on Sunday. So I'm pushing. Yeah, dude. I, it's amazing. I can't wait. Like I'm going to, I'm going to finish uh flatting one page, which like it's time consuming and it's, you know, it's a whole thing, but I'm going to finish. I'm going to color one page. I'm going to do it this week because I, I started one, you know, this week, but I got sick and it's freaking sucked. You know, it's ruined everything. I should have that other one to you too. By the time you finish that. Yeah. Just like, just I'll feel that on my back and maybe I'll work faster. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but that one's pretty clean though. So you'll be able to color that. That one's so clean. Like the newest day. I can't, I can't wait. That one's going to be pretty quick. Steven, where can the people find you? Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, all at Stevie Wildcard, S-T-E-V-I-E, Wildcard. Yeah, those are the spots you can find me. You can also find my, well, one half of us, both of us, our products on our website at wehaveissuespodcast.com. We actually do have plenty of copies of Play It Again, The Ostrich Colony Scrapbook, and Deathless available. We have some stickers left. We have plenty of stuff going on over here. So feel free to go to the website. Anthony pumps me your address and you get your comics. So That's right. Yeah, um, you can find me at Anthony Lafusi on Twitter. And make sure you just talk to the podcast that we have issues pod on Twitter and you know ask us any questions you want. Also, please, if you are not already subscribed, first of all, it'd be absurd if you made it this far and you're not subscribed. However, I, I love you anyway. And thank you so much for watching, but please hit the subscribe button. It really Smash it. Hurts. Smash that button. Thank you all. Thank you for joining us for another week. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it was a little long with the questions, but I, I, I think it's always worth it. I love getting to know uh, more of Steven's brain. Thank you all for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm Anthony. And I am Stevie Wildcard. This has been We Have Issues. We'll see you next time. Boom! Come on. I like that's a good if you ever see uh Claudio the Chance of Meatballs, he makes this giant uh jello. You are on live. Eat, babe oh hi hi i didn't know that hi, Tina. hi. i miss I you i miss you too you can't can you hear me you can't hear me i can't hear you but i i'm reading your lips slightly he said oh. that you're like the worst i did say that you hurt my feelings i would never say that i would never say that <laughs> the, only, the only one i have he's 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 tripling down <laughs> <laughs> he's not <laughs> he says that if steven died he would still remain your friend so that you know that he loved you. Thanks. That's not the reason, though. Me as much as Anthony that is his only reason, he says. No, I'm just kidding. He says it's not the reason, though. <laughs> Are you getting the kids? Yeah. Go get them. Go Hi. get those tyrants so they can storm in here. Love you. <laughs> Love you, She's Love you too, bitch. Just, I just want to keep love you too, bitch. Yes! <laughs> just, <laughs> just nothing else. Like literally, I mean, like, love you, love you, bitch, love you. I mean, love you, bitch, love you too, bitch is like the perfect.